This is Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing. Welcome back to Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing and Zach Jenkins of North Star Financial. The Spinners, a lot of different groups covered this song, but it was the Spinners version that most people remember. They released Could It Be I'm Falling in Love this week in 1972. George, they just don't make music like they used to. I love that, man. You put some good stuff on. I would not pull that out of... I, I do uh, Pandora. Oh, okay. So it kind of gives me, uh, uh, brings up songs I, I forgot about, but stuff like that puts me in a good mood. George, you won't believe this, but I am 34 years old, and I may have more vinyl records than than you or than Zach. I mean, I love collecting vinyl records, and there's nothing better than dropping that needle into the groove, and you listen to the whole album, and it's just there's something about it to me that I just love. You're right. Absolutely. As opposed <laughs> to uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, she's talented in her own ways. We won't pick uh, on her too where's much. Where's the world going? Oh, where's the world going? Where is the world going? But you know what? We're not going anywhere here on this program. George and Zach have been... like a grumpy old man with my <laughs> poking stick. <laughs> easy, My easy, day. Tiger. Music was better. <laughs> well, you're not wrong about that. Uh, George and Zach have been here in the Carolinas helping people just like you for 25 years. They'd love to talk to you today and see how they can assist you. The phone number is 864-404-4900. You can find us online at northstar65.com. That's the number six, the number five. George, Zach, a lot of people, especially us guys, hate going to the doctor. And because of that, they ignore the warning signs that something might be wrong. It happened earlier this year with personal finance author Susie Orman, who we love on this program. She tells CNBC she'd been ignoring what actually turned out to be a tumor in her spine. Things started to go wrong little by little, but I didn't want to take the time to deal with it. I was doing this, I was doing that, and I wasn't paying attention to the things that were going wrong with me. Same thing with your wealth. You don't want to know how little money that you have in a retirement account, or you don't want to know how much money you owe on your credit card, so you just don't open up your statements. So when it comes to your health, when it comes to your wealth, you can't just put it off. You have got to stay on. It all the time. George, Zach, I'm sure you've seen this in people's personal finances and in their portfolios. What are some of the issues that you see people neglect over time and just keep kicking that can down the road? How about just um, coming to the realization of, hey, here I am. This is where I am. And just say, hey, the past is the past, but going forward, I can do something about this if there's something to do. But just having that checkup. You know, just going in for the for, for the checkup, maybe like you do at the doctor that maybe you've postponed. Yeah, it's it's the same thing for for most people. No one likes to deal with unpleasantries, and just putting off is something people are really good at. We're not going to beat included. you up. We're not going to beat you up, <laughs> by the way. No, no finger wagging here. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, so what you're doing is basically going out there, and you know, what Susie says, she does a great job of what she does, and but you get so caught up and so busy, maybe you're not paying attention to things you need to be paying attention to. All, all the time we hear people say, I know I should have come in, I should have done this five or 10 oh, years yeah. ago. We hear it all the time. Yeah. Mm. It's almost a preamble to the opening conversation is the, uh, we should have done this earlier. 
Have we all done that, though? Well, you know oh, what? Yeah. This, all... this time of year is great for that because people are already starting to write their New Year's resolutions. And they're saying, starting January 1, I'm going to get right on top of all these things that I've been putting off. But why wait till January 1? I mean, we're at the beginning right. of December here. Christmas is a few weeks away, but we can still get some work done before the holidays. It's your coulda, woulda, shoulda type of thing you're doing. So you, when do you start? How do you start? You just have to have that realization. So, well, you know, why don't we just do this? I think, again, going back to Susie, it means you have to go to the doctor. You have to do things you don't want to be doing. You'd rather be doing other things. But we have, we have a saying there, too. I remember years ago I heard this. I see, you know, people that are givers. Uh, they're just natural. They're just benevolent people. And they can give away the store. We've seen this out there. Their their kids or friends, they'll give away their money. And I said, you know, if you don't take care of yourself first, you can't take care of other people. Mm. Yeah, you'll need someone to take care of you. Yeah, <laughs> and the way you're going, and I mean that. I've had that conversation seriously over the over the years. I said, you need to take care of yourself if you're going to be able to help other people. Uh, it goes the same thing with with your your money. Be a good steward. You've you saved, you put away, you've got your 401k, IRA. Yeah, maybe you could have done a better job. Maybe you could have c- contributed more. But you know what? You lived life. You, here's where you are. And going out here and say, okay, how do I make this work? How do I maximize everything I've done so I get to squeeze everything I can out of this and enjoy it? Sure. As opposed to live defensively. Right. And George, when people are taking care of themselves, it's way better to do it with a professional, with somebody who has that experience like you, like Zach, like the rest of the team at North Star Financial, been helping people for 25 years here in the Carolinas. If you want to get some of that help taking care of yourself so that you can then take care of the community around you, give us a call today. It's 864-404-4900. And online, you can find us at northstar65.com. That's the number six and the number five. A study by Capital One finds that the average age at which someone inherits money is 51, meaning the money comes just about the time the heir is trying to boost their nest egg, trying to make sure that they have enough for retirement. So, George, Zach, here's the hypothetical. Suppose I'm in my 50s. I inherit, let's say, 50 or $100,000, and I want to use that money to improve my retirement planning. What are the options? What do you think most people do? Uh, they go out and buy, I don't know, a new Shelby Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that. A not younger that, version uh, of me. Uh, like, I think you're looking Jerry, at the... What's Jerry going to do? <laughs> <laughs> okay, a couple things. One, it's the money you inherit. It could be from the home sale, you know, from your, your parents, let's say. So it's after tax money. For a lot of people, it's their, their parents or relatives, uh, 401k or IRA, which is, you know, tax deferred, which means it's, you take money out, it's going to be taxable. 85%, this is the last time I remember reading this, it's, I don't think it's, it's, it's changed too much. 85% of inherited IRAs and 401ks are cashed out the mm. first year. That is, like in many cases, a huge tax time bomb. Boy, that's just, so first off, always seek financial counsel or somebody who could show you different ways to take this distribution. The rules changed this year. We don't have enough time to get into it right now. We could talk about another sequence, but these inherited stretch IRAs are going by the wayside. You have to take it over 10 years now. But another thing we see is a lot of folks, they'll go ahead and say, well, you know, I listen to the radio too, and a lot of people on there advocate debt free. So pay off your house. Right, mm-hmm. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be responsible and be a steward. I'm going to pay this house off so I don't have a mortgage. It's it's behind us. What's wrong with that? Nothing is wrong with that. But we 
do share with people, I said, right now, rates are about as low as they're ever going to be. You can get a you know, mortgage for two and a half under 3% per year. That's next to nothing. All you need to do is get your money working a little bit harder to making more than two and a half to 3% where you're going to come out on the other side. Yeah, pay that mortgage down, but use other people's money right now. It's the time to do it. If you can't qualify for a lower mortgage, then it might be a good idea to pay some or all of it off. But we illustrate with this, and we're going to get to the retirement segment here in a second, is the, the money that you have set aside to save and work for you, that's your worker bees. When you stop working, that money needs to go to work for you. Otherwise, you're just going to spend it down. Mm. And you run the risk of outliving it, right? If you spend too quickly. That money's got to have a job. It's got to work. It's got to generate income for you. And once you get rid of that, again, to pay off your home, your home's not going to generate money for you. Yes, you don't have a mortgage, but at some point it flips over. We share with people, said, get these little worker bees working for you forever, your whole life. Don't give them up so quickly if it makes sense. And people go out there and they go, that... I've never really thought of it that way. And, and so the world is a little bit different. Your situation might be unique. This could be a once in a lifetime opportunity. You need to be very cautious and, and take a look at this. Quick one, Zach and I are working with this uh, young couple. Um, parents passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, parents did really well saved for him and he's a, he's a police officer and just really good salt of the earth people. And he, he, they want, excuse me, they want to be a good steward. They said, this is not our money. This is what our parents left us. We want to make sure this works for us in a couple of ways. One, it's their retirement. We showed them and said, listen, if you're older, you know what I mean? Time flies by pretty quick before you know it's staring you in the face, Mm -hmm. right? And going out there, he kind of got that. So we're putting a retirement plan together, basically going to build a pension for them when they retire. Also give them the tools and accessibility. They've got, what do they have, three children? Mm -hmm. Three children. Wow. uh, To be able to help them out with whatever profession they want. If they want a good college, trade school, whatever, but help them out, you know, put money down in a home and have this legacy go. It's so easy to get that money and spend it on that Shelby. <laughs> if you've got enough, why not? I'm not saying don't do it. You gotta have a little fun, a little bit of legacy. You know, one thing that we, we see a lot of, they get this, they take their family on a big trip. They say, hey, this is for mom and dad. Uh, cool. They wanted us to do this. We're going to go out there and, and have, you know, spread the ashes over there. But yeah, it's something like that. There's a lot of different ways to do that. But really, folks, if I could really express one thing, don't be so quick to pay off the house. We do the math. We do I mean, the math. The math doesn't lie. I mean, we'll we'll do the math for you. Yeah. And show you that what do the worker bees of that cash, you have that $100,000 and it's generating six, seven, eight percent per year out of you, uh, out of that. And it's, it's generating you know, four, five, six hundred dollars a month every year for the rest of your life without touching the principal. That's fairly attractive. Understanding opportunity cost. Yeah. <laughs> excited with this stuff. <laughs> Something I learned yeah. in school. We get kind of, we get kind of excited about this well, stuff too. <laughs> the, the big thing I think Jerry is uh, wrapping this up is, it's about education. Mm. It's, it's about showing people what their choices are and why it matters. And then you make an educated, informed decision based on looking at it from all angles. It could be a huge deal for you, and this could be, again, a once in a lifetime. You gotta get it right. Well, the baby boomers have been very, very good savers, and we are now facing the largest transfer of wealth in history. 
So legacy planning is a huge part of that complete retirement plan that George and Zach and the team at Northstar Financial help people prepare. So make sure that that is in order for you here at the end of the year. Before the beginning of the year, there's still time left. Let's get on that now rather than kicking that can down the road. Give George and the team a call today, 864-404-4900. You can find us online as well at northstar65.com. That's the number six and the number five. George, Zach, had a great time today. Another great show. For now, I'll give you the last word. I'm Zach Jenkins. Thanks for listening. And this is George Fossing. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a great week. Stay healthy. God bless. And happy birthday, Meredith. Love you. Find out more at northstar65.com. Advisory services offered through Delta Investment Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered through Delta Investment Management.